This is 20-somethings doing nothing, yeah. Can you please sing? We need to not be nice to people at the beginning. I mean, to each other. <laughs> to people. Because <laughs> then people are going to be like, Bleh. Yeah, pretty much. I want to throw up right now thinking this about microphone it. microphone smells kind of weird. Okay, great. Hopefully Did you I, lick it? Hopefully I don't lick it Because <laughs> that's probably why it smells funny, because you licked it. How are you doing today on this fine, dandy day? Lovely. Today. Extra lovely. We are talking to Lexi Alford. Yes, we are. So excited because she is like a traveling connoisseur. Is that what you call her? Well, that's what I just called her. Her I Instagram felt like... is Lexi Limitless. She's currently breaking the Guinness World Record for the youngest person to travel to every country. She's one country away. And She's we, a professional. And we have her on today's episode. She's a professional traveler. Literally. She lives the life that I want to live. And we are sitting in the studio. <laughs> just... <laughs> Should we call her and tell her how depressed she makes us? Yes, I was gonna say just depressed as hell in the studio. Okay, let's go. We're not her. even in the studio that we like either, so we're actually not that happy about it. No. Hello. Lexi. Hi. Hi, it's Jake and Ricky. It's good to talk to you guys. Yes, how are you, you too. Thanks for uh taking some time to chat with us today. We're so excited. Yes, of course. I'm excited, too. We were just saying how much we love watching you on Instagram and how amazing your life seems on the outside, and we just sit here in the studio and talk into <laughs> microphones all day. So we're depressed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, it can definitely appear that way, but I'm very stressed out at the moment as, as well. So it's not always as great as it seems on Instagram. But it has been really, really, nice, really wonderful getting to travel so much. Well, let's start with how old are you? I just turned 21 last month. Okay. And when did you start this whole travel adventure? It was basically the idea that you wanted to hit every single country, correct? And she's one away. <laughs> yes. Only one country left, which is North Korea. But I got the the idea to break the world record in 2016 so it was about two and a half years ago so that's a, that's how long this has been a project for me but by the time I first thought of breaking the record I had already traveled to 72 countries whoa jeez let's start with the fact that you have one country left you're really focused on this i thought we'd get to that one left that is so insane you have traveled to 195 countries it doesn't feel real do you ever take a second and just sit down on your couch and be like holy shit i've traveled to 195 countries it hasn't set in at all yet (laughs) jake's so excited right now. I think I'm he needs to just blown. take like one breather real quick. <laughs> He's like so pumped. Well, it's honestly, like getting reminded about like how awesome the accomplishment is from other people is right. what makes me realize <laughs> um, how crazy it is. You do it alone or do you do it with somebody else? The more countries I go to, the weirder the next countries become. So it's been <laughs> really hard to talk other people into going with me. Okay. Um, So I've done a lot of it alone. I traveled for around seven months in total of the past two years alone. My dad was not going to let me go to Western and Central Africa by myself. So I was really grateful to have him come with me for that. 
And yeah, just friends traveled with me throughout Asia and Europe and um, uh, South America, Central America, stuff like that. It's kind of cool that you get the mix of both going alone and with people that you actually want to share these experiences with. Yeah, no, it's definitely been nice being able to make every trip really unique in that way. Because (laughs) I really discovered by traveling by myself that I really love traveling with other people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Spending so much time alone made me so much more appreciative of the trips that I get to take with my friends and my family. It makes me appreciate it in a way that I didn't really know how to appreciate before. That's kind of cool, actually, because I've never done a solo trip myself, and I love traveling, and I've never really gone away alone. I've always gone with other people, but I've always had such a great time with the people that I've been with, and it creates such awesome memories for us to have. So it's kind of cool that you've been able to do both. Yeah, I have so many memories that are completely my own. Like I yes. I don't have anyone to share them with, which is a really interesting uh, perspective. So the seven months that you were traveling alone, was that a consecutive seven months or did you take breaks in between there? There was some breaks in between there. It started, I, I really started off, like eased myself into getting more and more extreme. Um, I started with, you know, like a month in going to the more obscure countries in uh, like Eastern Europe and then went, gosh, uh, then I spent three months in Asia, like doing Southeast Asia and also all of the South Pacific Island nations, which was by far the most lonely um, time of the whole trip because there and some of the the more obscure countries out there like Nauru and Tuvalu and Vanuatu there wasn't an incredible amount of other travelers oh okay so So, it was like you were really really alone not even just alone in the sense that you're solo traveling but there's not even any other tourists that you can kind of relate to Yeah, exactly. What's that like when you're in another country that doesn't necessarily have a huge tourism population, I guess, and you don't speak their language? How do you do that? It's really isolating. I have a bit of a strategy when it comes to just, you know, making sure that the hotel knows that I'm coming and send someone to pick me up in some cases where I'm, like, nervous to be there by myself. Yeah. Usually in, like, countries throughout West Central and, like, a lot of Africa and the Middle East, I'll, I'll ask if the hotel will come get me um, just so I don't have to get off the, f- the plane and deal with being, like, a, like bombarded by taxi drivers, yes. especially if it's at night. I, don't, I like to save myself as much stress <laughs> as I can before I get there by doing a lot of research and then just trying to arrange um, like an English speaking guide or like a taxi driver. So it's a lot of planning ahead. Yeah. It's been really hard. <laughs> I only speak English, so the language barrier has definitely been a problem. Oh, wow. Have you spent enough time in another location to pick up on their language? Or are you, I'm assuming not because you've visited no. so many countries in such a short period of time. 
No, and I don't have the the best memory. (laughs) Pick up a language, you really got to immerse yourself in there for a while, and I haven't had the opportunity to do that yet. Do you sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. (laughs) Not enough at all. (laughs) I've been pretty sleep-deprived lately, especially just bouncing in between time zones. My body is always so confused (laughs) about what's going on. I get weird about three hours difference in a time zone it throws me off so i can't imagine bouncing around from drastic time zones like what you're doing yeah yeah it's been a lot especially like all in one trip like i'll go away for two two months and i'll change time zones like five times yeah that's tough How do you find the money to do these travels? I know a lot of people that love to travel and their biggest issue seems to be, you know, funding the travel that they want to do. Yeah, yeah. So this is the question I get asked like every single day. (laughs) And I'm still working on giving better advice for people. But for me, I knew that I wanted to travel from a really young age. And I started working and saving when I I was 12 until 18 and I had like a really I had some really good jobs I I have done all kinds of things like commercial painting Uh, I was an airport chauffeur for a while and I also work for my family's travel agency so this the fact that my family has owned uh, a travel agency in California for over 30 years uh, is the reason why I've been able to travel as much as I have. This is like in your blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My mom started this travel agency when she was younger than I am now. And all, my parents always took me, pulled me out of school and took me with them uh, when they were going off on their adventures for work. And working for a travel agency, we have access to basically the same computers that the airlines themselves use okay since we're a business we accumulate miles a lot faster than uh the average like just normal person might and um yeah so it has a lot to do with the saving all i do is spend my money on travel (laughs) um i i live at home still so i don't i don't have to pay rent yes definitely Mm. a big saver there (laughs) i don't have an incredible amount of overhead in my life like I've minimized how much my monthly expenses are especially because I'm I'm all I'm in different places every month mm-hmm. so it's the, the less <laughs> things I can be bang paying for in California while I'm traveling the better I also travel as a travel agent and get uh, like discounts with uh, hotels for like site inspections and okay doing like promotional stuff for them and also like working with brands. I I worked with a company called CPIC, which hosted us for 10 days in Pakistan recently. Uh, Just trips like that. (laughs) That's a good idea because I've seen a lot of, you know, bloggers and people like that who get sponsors to do um, help them with going to places so that they can obviously then write about it and take pictures. And you're really into photography as well. Yeah, yeah, I am. So that's, um, that's like, I don't really like the word, but like influencing, (laughs) being an influencer is actually starting to be like a really viable way to, to travel. I can imagine that it's not possible for you to pick out one memory 
<laughs> that from the last <laughs> two years that you'll never, f- I mean, I'm assuming you won't forget most of these memories, but can you give us one specific time where you're like, this is why I'm doing this. And I am so happy that I decided to. Uh, there's so many, of course. Um, <laughs> one that <laughs> immediately came to mind uh, last year on my 20th birthday, I spent, I spent it alone traveling in Jordan and I, I went to Petra, the, the treasury in Petra. Uh, I had showed up really, really late. I had gotten held up at the Israeli border after going to Palestine. I found out that it was the Petra by night uh, experience where they, they lay out all of these, these candles below the treasury. And they told me that I was too late to go. But I was not taking no for an answer. <laughs> My birthday was at midnight. And I'm like, no, I need to go out there. So I snuck around and like ran into the desert. I'm completely by myself. Oh my it's gosh. black. It's like a new moon and the stars were like the most stars I've ever seen. And they place along the, the path like a, a bag with candles in it every couple feet. So I was like running along this candlelit trail into this canyon that just kept getting more and more narrow. <laughs> I could only hear the echo of my own footsteps. It was also kind of scary. It was beautiful, but it was kind of scary because it was so dark that like anybody could have been around these corners. <laughs> but um, that, that like motivated me to keep running faster. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally turned around the corner and I bumped into this like Berber tribesman who was like, oh, you know, calm down. Like you, you've made it. You haven't missed anything. And it was the the treasury, which is, I'm sure you guys have seen pictures of it um, on Instagram and everything. This beautiful, ancient doorway carved into the side of a mountain. And they lay out all of these candles underneath it and project lights and have a show with music. And I started talking to this Berber tribe and he brought me some tea after I bumped into him. And after the show was over, he's like, oh, you should, like, I know he saw my camera and he's like, oh, I know a very good spot for photos. I'm like, ooh, should I trust this man? But he seemed really nice. And he also looked exactly like, so handsome, like exactly like uh, Jack Sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I used to have such a crush on Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Yeah, he looks, he looks just like the guy. I'll just show you guys Um, but he like took me to the top of this lookout that looked down on all the candles and it just made me cry because I realized that it was like the most beautiful birthday candles that I could have ever asked oh, for. Oh, I love that. Wow. It was amazing. <laughs> and then, uh, it got even more ridiculous. <laughs> Berber tribesman was like a beautiful singer and like sang to me all night like took me back to the hotel on his donkey what? <laughs> it was so fun like this is so funny and then the all the next day of my birthday i thought i was going to be spending it alone this guy came back and picked me up on his donkey and like showed me all the cool cave he, he like lives in the caves behind petra Oh, wow. Lives there. Like, he has a nomadic life. They don't have electricity. He didn't have a cell phone. Um, I met his grandmother, who also lived in the cave that he lived in. Like, crazy way of life that I, like, hadn't really even thought that would be in such, like, a popular tourist destination. And just showed me all of these aspects of it that I would have never 
gotten to see if I hadn't run into him. It's so crazy how things work. I assume the people that you meet is one of the greatest parts of the travel that you've been doing. Yeah, I've met some very interesting people. That's so cool. What advice would you give to somebody who is a solo traveler afraid to go somewhere? So I uh, have gotten really lucky, but I do also have two very important rules when I'm traveling alone, especially as a woman that I never break and it has <laughs> haven't ever had any problems. Wow. Rule number one, if you're in somewhere like Bali or maybe even Tulum, something that's like really, really touristy, like Rome, maybe it's a little bit different, but I don't go out at night by myself. It can be kind of a bummer. Anytime, like, within an hour after sunset isn't that big of a deal, but I don't go wandering around the streets at night by myself. And rule number two, I don't get uh, intoxicated while I'm traveling by myself. Makes sense. Which can, that can take away a bit of the fun. And if you're in a hostel (laughs) and you're with, like, ten other people and you're all obviously just trying to have a good time and you have a group of people, that's different. But if you just go out at night um, by yourself and you get some drinks and you seem kind of out of it and people can, people also, if you're afraid, people can, like, smell that. Yeah, they can really sense it. So just having that confidence in yourself, even if you don't (laughs) genuinely have that confidence yet, like faking it till you make it really works in that way because people can tell when you're nervous or lost or like scared. So I say the same thing to everybody that comes to New York. (laughs) Yeah, just don't pretend like you know where you're going and you're good. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But not getting drunk and not really going out at night has really kept me safe. That's amazing. As a, as a female traveler. Okay, so we could talk to you for literally ever because we love this stuff. <laughs> yes. Jake and I as travelers, and I know a lot of our listeners are travelers, so this is awesome, but we don't want to keep you. So we want to end with one last question for you. After you go to North Korea and you are finished with your biggest task of your life thus far, like what's next after that? Have you actually thought about that? Or is it kind of like <laughs> when you finish, you're like, I'll take some time, figure it out, go from there. <laughs> So I'm finishing the record on May 31st. Wow. It's Congratulations. Like, yes, congrats. Like a, week or, a week and a half from now. That's so crazy. Uh, I'm, giving, <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving my first TEDx talk uh, in June in That's Europe. Awesome. And I'm also writing a book about all of the experiences that I had in each and every one of these countries. So that's the tentative plan for the next few months. But other than that, the whole reason why I found the record was because I was trying, I had gotten out of college and people were asking me uh, every day what I was going to do next. And I was like really overwhelmed and intimidated by that question. Like I know a lot of people who are in their 20s are. Oh, yeah. Now I'm finding myself in the exact same place <laughs> where everyone's asking me what I'm doing next. And honestly, I've just learned that it's okay not to know and that you shouldn't have to stress about, like, the next couple years. Like, if you do a really good job within this, this present year, have at least a bit of a plan <laughs> for yeah. this year, then the next years will figure themselves out. Wow. I'm with you. Wait, so real quick, I know that you've you've posted before saying that you've had some issues and you told us you had some issues getting into some places. How do you get into North Korea? 
So North Korea is a bit of a technicality, unfortunately. That is the only country in the world that U.S. citizens are banned from traveling to, not because North Koreans don't want us there, but because um, President Trump um, made a travel ban Mm -hmm. in 2017 uh, against us going to North Korea. So that that was renewed again last year. Hmm. Uh, it's the only country in the world that's that's like that. Wow. And so no companies will take me because number one, I'll become a criminal in America if I go there, mm-hmm. and uh, they could seize the company's uh, U.S. assets. So no company will take me. And there's a loophole on the demilitarized zone. Uh, on the border between North and South Korea, there is an area called the Joint Security Area. On the JSA, there is a conference room. And if you enter that conference room and go to the other side of it, you're technically in North Korea. You're with North Korean soldiers. And it's where North and South Korea have their negotiations. Oh, my God. I first attempted to go there in January of 2019 and it had been closed for it's been closed for the past 6 months to civilians which the tour companies don't want to tell you even though they they knew it was closed they don't want to tell you that i traveled all the way out there oh my god jesus was able to see the building that i needed to go into and oh i couldn't my god. go there so <laughs> I'm traveling back to South Korea for a third time to try to get in this time. Jesus. It's so crazy that you found that loophole, though. Like, that's really kind of fucking cool. Yeah, we didn't really talk about Guinness World Records um, standards because that's the, the standard that I've been traveling to. They have, a, they have tons of rules, but... One of their exceptions is that that room is a, is a part of North Korea, technically. That's so freaking cool. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I can't wait to see on your Instagram at Lexi Limitless when you visit North Korea, technically. <laughs> and uh, I'm very yeah. excited to hear that you have a book coming out because uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to read, read that. that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely keep up to date with it on Instagram. I'll be posting a lot of blogs about the experience and all the photos about breaking the record on my website, which is also LexiLimitless.com. And yeah, I'm so stoked that I got to talk to you guys today. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. We're stoked that we got to talk to you. This is freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And we're so proud of you. And we think that you're doing amazing things and we basically want to live your life. So... Oh, well, I appreciate that. You can do it, too. (laughs) All right. Well, you have a great day. You, too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Lexi is L-E-X-I-E, by the way. Yes. That's insane. I am actually just mind blown. She's not going to have a problem finding something to do. After this. No. Yeah, totally. She's going to do well with the book. She'll do a bunch of talks. It's really she's gonna fucking keep, cool that she's doing a TED Talk. That's she's going to keep awesome. traveling all over the place because people are going to send her places now. I'm so jealous. And also just so like really questions. pumped for I know. That's why I was like, we could <laughs> talk to you for the next three hours. <laughs> like, we have so many questions. I want to know, like, where's the one place that she could see herself living mm. that she never thought in a million years that she would want to totally. live? 
Totally. Let's call her back. <laughs> like, get her on the phone right now. She does have a life, Jake. <laughs> I know. She seems exhausted. Oh, she's got to be. Are you kidding me? All she's been doing Two is years. researching and traveling. Because that's one of the biggest parts of this, too, is doing the research beforehand. You need to know what you're getting yourself into and where you're going. Was it? It wasn't just me when she was listing a bunch of countries, and I'm like, nope, haven't heard of that one. I, I haven't didn't heard know that one. which <laughs> half <laughs> of them were. I was like, what is that, please? And she's like, I'm and sure I was in honors her. geometry. Geometry. Oh my god, geography. <laughs> <laughs> I can add. I can add, and I also can't talk. Apparently, that's the one thing I'm good at. Oh, honors geography. This was, and cool. I didn't even know where the hell those places were. I'm so happy we got to talk. We've been trying to talk to her for like two months. I know. I'm pumped that it actually worked mm. out. How wow. freaking cool. Also, how freaking cool that you're in North Korea if you go to one side of yeah. the conference room. I would have never known that. Fun fact of the day. That's because freaking amazing. What There had to have been some ways. There's no way she was going to give up on that. I wouldn't. I would never give up on it. Are you kidding me? It would be really annoying, though, <laughs> that who knows when that ban would be lifted if there yeah. wasn't a loophole like that. I mean, that would be the most annoying thing ever. Even if there wasn't a ban, I would not want to go to North Korea. But it's for the record that she's trying to break she has the upper hand because she you know people have come to know who she is so people can expect her and she can get treated not like a normal tourist yeah i guess you know what i mean like she could get special treatment which makes it easier for her to go places which is good i'm not saying that's a bad thing yeah i wasn't gonna say it was a bad thing oh you look like you were judging me no i was thinking (laughs) Am I not allowed to think? I know I don't do it often on this podcast. Sometimes I have thoughts. Sometimes. Sometimes I think before I speak. (laughs) Well, I want to be her and I want to travel and do all of that. She's freaking awesome. I'm really pumped for her. I'm also excited to see what traveling with her boyfriend's going to be like. Yeah. That's a big step. Out of the country. Yeah. To North Korea. And out of the country. Crazy stuff. It's not like they're going on a nice tropical vacation. (laughs) Crazy stuff. Well, that was awesome and amazing, but we also have other things that we need to get to. I feel like we should just leave. No. (laughs) We have just like two more things we have to do. Okay. First, we have to thank our listener, Alexis. Right. Who sent us goodies. Yay. And is an amazing person for doing so. I love lipsticks, and I have like 3,000 lipsticks that I get to try now. I'm so freaking pumped. So thank you. We appreciate you. She also said that she's much older and that we help her to seem cool with her kids. So the reason (laughs) that she sent us a bunch of stuff is during one episode, I don't know when it was, I was talking about how I can't, it's so weird how you can't (laughs) pronounce anything on the back of a shampoo bottle. Her family, right? Yes. Her family owns a company that makes all of those chemicals. Yes. So she sent us a bunch of stuff that has those chemicals in it. That her family makes, yeah. So I got lots of lipsticks. I'm really pumped. So thank you. And Jake got face creams that he's super pumped to use because he is a very functional 20-something and is already thinking about the future of his skin. I got to look smooth all all my life. <laughs> Not going to look this young forever. All right. Last thing we got to do is... Shower thoughts. All right. Let's get in the shower. <laughs> Are you ready? <sighs> Feels so nice. You ever just like have a, it's just like a day and you just like. On a nice warm shower? Yeah. I never want to leave. <laughs> never want to leave this moment with you. What are you thinking today, Ricky? I'm thinking how submarines are basically UFOs for fish. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm thinking? What are you thinking, Jake? Tell me more. I want to hear all about it. You remember when you were in elementary school 
and you'd sharpen a pencil at the trash can? Yes. That's the equivalent of adults taking a cigarette break. <laughs> That's so corny, but it's true. Fuck you. Are you kidding? You're so. It's so true, though. That right? was like the best part of your day was being able to leave your desk for three seconds. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready to get out of the shower? That was really, that was a, no. That was a quick shower. Yeah. We did a quick, I was going to say a quickie. And then I was like, well, that's kind of weird. We did a quickie. The two of us in a shower. Okay. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, get out. Get out of my shower. <laughs> it's time for us to go. We got to go. We got things to do. Thank you. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. If you are a new listener, uh, last episode we, was that the last episode? Second to last two ago. No, where we said for people to text us ideas for our hashtags. Oh, yeah. No, that was last episode. Yeah. So I if didn't know you, where you were going We need a it. hashtag. <laughs> we want it, we're thinking hashtag somethings since our listeners are called somethings. But if you have an idea, text us 201-588-5139 and you could win a fun experience. Or tweet us fun at 20SDN podcast. And as always, thank you for sharing with your friends. <laughs> He does such a creepy smile when he says it. Thanks for sharing us. Just share us with everyone. Everyone you your know. Your mom, your dad, your sister, your sister-in-law, your cousin that you fucking hate. <laughs> Maybe we'll make her or him a happier person. Maybe you guys will stop hating each other then. Yes, all because of 20-somethings doing nothing. We're here to help. On next week's episode, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Sounds about right. <laughs>